Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? What's said Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Good evening, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. How you doing? Happy New Year and stuff. Pandora's Lunchbox is a song about food and culture, and Waiter Elvis is in my food. What I'm trying to say is this is an auspicious day for all of us involved. It is January 6th. It is a day to celebrate King Cake, and pretty soon it will be a day to celebrate the King of Rock and Roll, and there's always food involved with kings and rock and roll. And, well, what I'm trying to say is, I'm just trying to say it. So we're going to start out with a little bit of spicy, multicultural, you know, one of everything kind of a deal things is here. I don't know that this has anything to do with food, but I think we'll just have to live with that. This is a cut from a collection called Bollywood Gold, and it sure reminds me of Elvis in Vegas in a certain kind of wonderful, crazy way. This is Asha Bosley and Mohammed Rafi. Get ready to shake your pelvi. सहारा पलकों में आ छुपा लूं 
That's an excerpt from a cut from a collection called Bollywood Gold on the Rough Guide label. And that just put me in an Elvi kind of a king cake, kind of a king of rock and roll mood, I must say. This will all make sense very soon. It usually does, at least 20 minutes into the show. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and that was Asha Bosley and Mohammed Rafi. And I could try to give you the name of the cut. Aisha, Aisha, Main Hoon, Piar, Terra. Hope that is close. Up at WCBN.org, you can see the full spelling and such. Well, it's January 6th, and today is a good day if you're in New Orleans, because today is the day that King, King Cake begins so many things and so many cultural events and so many, so many. Here's what I'm talking about. In New Orleans, this is according to Michelle Krupa of the Times-Picayune, Flanked by dignitaries from the Rex and Zulu organizations, New Orleans Mayor Mitch Landrieu officially opened the 2011 carnival season today by slicing into a gooey king cake decorated with frosting of purple, green, and gold. With Mardi Gras falling on March 8th, 2001 will feature one of the longest possible carnival seasons. The date is set every year based on the timing of Easter, which almost always falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. You mean spring's coming? Yes! <clears throat> Events slated for this evening in New Orleans include the ride of the 40 Funny Fellows, that's spelled P-H-O-R-T-Y, P-H-U-N-N-Y, P-H-E-L-L-O-W-S, the 40 Funny Fellows, along the Uptown Streetcar Line. The group's 70 masked riders, including women, roll from the Uptown Streetcar Barn near Willow Street and Carrollton Avenue at 7 p.m. tonight. Quick, get down to New Orleans. That's coming up in... 20 minutes. Also in tow will be the Storyville Stompers Brass Band for the trip to Canal Street and back. And the crew of Jean d'Arc offers a French Quarter alternative to the Fellows. Fellows. The parade assembles at Conti and Decatur Streets. Just look for the young girl dressed as St. Joan on horseback and marchers in medieval garb. Hurry up down to New Orleans. Hop your... Uh, Actually, just call Scotty and he'll beam you down there. That's what's going to happen tonight in New Orleans. But what is this king cake, this gooey thing that they were describing here that's covered with frosting of purple, green, and gold? Well, according to MardiGrasDigest.com, which I know a lot of people read and have in their restrooms and such, the history of the king cake actually has its roots in pre-Christian religions in Western Europe. Part of the harvest celebrations that the pagans practiced was the sacrifice ritual— it was customary to choose a man to be the sacred king of the tribe for a year. That man would be treated like a king for the year. Then he'd be sacrificed. Oh, boy. And his blood returned to the soil to ensure that the harvest would be successful. The method of choosing who would have the honor of being the sacred king was the purpose of the king's cake. Several men of the tribe would eat of the cake. A coin or a bean would be placed in the cake before baking, and whoever got the slice that had the coin was the chosen one. And boy, were they lucky. 
Well, things evolved, and it became associated with the Epiphany, which, according to Christianity, is where the th- is when the three kings visited the Christ child. And French settlers brought the custom to Louisiana, where we are right now, in the 18th century, where it remained associated with the Epiphany until everything changed. The 19th century, it became a more elaborate Mardi Gras custom. In New Orleans, the first cake of the season is served on January 6th, which is today. A small ceramic figurine of a baby is hidden inside the cake by tradition. But now the tradition is giving way to the baby being supplied by the customer and the customer placing the baby wherever they wish in the cake. And here's the clincher. Whoever finds the baby is allowed to choose a mock court and host the next king cake party the following week. And weekly king Weekly cake parties were held until Mardi Gras, according to tradition. So, from human sacrifice to a party. Works for me. Now, another thing about the king cake is the cake march. And when the song Thank Heaven for Little Girls comes on, which we're going to hear in a second, Maurice Chevalier is waiting in the wings. When the song comes on, the cake march begins, and it's the first dance of the ball. This dance is reserved for the single women who are in the call-out section on the main floor. And as their names are announced or called out, they're escorted to the mask a masked crew member who then requests the favor of the first dance. Once the crew member has received their call out, they take them to the large king cake to choose their piece. But today, instead of having a real king cake, they use a wooden replica with drawers. And this gets, this is elaborate stuff. Within the drawers, they place silver and gold beans, which are then found by the ladies at the ball who open a, who open a drawer to see what color bean they've received. Those who receive silver beans are the ladies of the court, and the one lady who receives the gold bean becomes the queen. So let us start the King Cake March, shall we, with Maurice Chevalier, St. Kevin for Little Girls. Each time I see a little girl, of five or six or seven, I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say thank heaven for little girls. All little girls get bigger every day. Thank heaven for little girls. They grow up in the most delightful way. Those little eyes so helpless and appealing. One day will flash and send you crashing through the ceiling. Thank heaven for little girls. Thank heaven for them all, no matter where, no matter who. Without them, what would little boys do? Thank heaven, thank heaven, thank heaven for little And appealing One day will flash and send you Crashing through the ceiling Thank heaven For little girls Thank heaven for them all No matter where, no matter who Without them What would little boys do? Thank heaven Thank heaven 
thank heaven for little girls. Yeah, Maurice Chevalier, thank you very much. I salute you with the worst French accent in the whole of the city of Enelberg. Oh, but I'm sorry about that. I'm terribly sorry. That's that's really offensive. But no, not really. Is it? I don't know. That was Maurice Chevalier and Thank Heaven for Little Girls signifying the beginning of the King Cake March, the Cake March, which is part of the tradition of Mardi Gras, which the whole of which begins today in a carnival. I thought I heard a rumor going around that actually New Orleans is in central time, which means that actually you have extra time to jump on your jumbo Jetsons jet and get down to New Orleans to see, in fact, Joan of Arc and the funny fellows and such, all in New Orleans today. It's about quarter to seven-ish, and this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It is a show about food, which is something that is a very good thing. Coming up at seven, we'll all have a chance to face the music with Arwolf. In the meantime, speaking of kings for just a moment now, we've talked about the king cake and the three kings. Well, how about the king? You know what I'm talking about? The king, you know what I'm saying? See the nudging? I'm nudging you through the radio. Elvis Presley's birthday is January 8th. He's still in Kalamazoo performing at a Burger King. That's the word we've just heard here. We've got that in. And so there are several ways you can celebrate Elvis's birthday. And looking in the Metro Times, I see right here that the Belmont is having its seventh annual Elvis Presley birthday bash featuring DJ's Daddy Dewdrop and White Line Fever spinning Elvis classics and deep cuts and Elvis Deep Cuts is, is some good stuff, you know? As well as a live performance by Elvis himself. So he's going to travel from Kalamazoo to the Belmont, which is in Hamtramck. And there will be free fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches, which is the cuisine de Elvis, as they say in France. They also refer to it as Elvis Royale sandwich. Mm. That's at the Belmont in Hamtramck. Also in Hamtramck, of course also in Hamtramck, party capital. It's the Mardi Gras capital of southeast Michigan. The Mardi Gras enclave of Detroit, in fact. Also in Hamtramck, the Detroit Psychobilly Alliance. (laughs) I'm a member of the Detroit Psychobilly Alliance. I'd like to show you my card. The Detroit Psychobilly Alliance takes over Smalls for their Elvis birthday party, an all-ages show featuring performances from the Crank Daddies, Cash O'Reilly, and the Downright Daddies, and the Triple Aces. Elvis impersonators get $2 off the cover. This is quite serious. This is in Hamtramck, and this is at Smalls in Hamtramck. And finally, Eastside Elvis and the Motor City Mafia... Wow. Perform their annual Elvis birthday show at the Cadger Cafe in Detroit with special openers, Cover Boy, a labor of lover boy. And yes, it's a lover boy tribute band opening for Elvis, which I think to me is like the ultimate hallucinogenic dream. And anyway, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Elvis's birthday is the 8th. And as a matter of fact, WCBN is going to help you celebrate the Elvi the multiple Elvi that circle above us in the in the heavens and in Kalamazoo and in Hamtramck. But first of all, we're going to tell you how you can do that next Wednesday. Celebrate with us at WCBN. But first of all, you know, Elvis came to the manger and he sang a special song to the little king, to the little baby. And it goes something like this. Oh, 
This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, Pandora's Lunchbox. And I hear the ringing sounds of Elvis in the celestial spheres swinging around and around. Do you hear the bells? Can you hear the Christmas bells? This is a Christmas day for many people, for many cultures, as a matter of fact, that coincides with the whole Three Kings deal. There's only one king of rock and roll, but I think there are some other kings. And Well, let's talk a little more about the king cake, shall we? The king cake is unveiled today in New Orleans, and it kicks off the beginning of Carnival. And there are many meanings included in the king cake. The oval shape of the king cake represents the unity of faiths, and it's the path that the wise men took to get to the Christ child, according to Christianity. Due to the fact that King Herod was trying to follow the wise men, they had to take a circular path to confuse him. Now, there's a plastic baby and we all love plastic babies, a plastic baby that is now used in the king cakes rather than a bean or a coin, and that represents baby Jesus. It says here, the person who retrieves the baby from a piece of king cake is said to have good luck for the next year instead of having to be ritually sacrificed, which is a big plus. And they get to throw the next king cake party. As I hear, however, from some for some people living in New Orleans, sometimes throwing the king cake party is a blessing and a curse because... Costs a lot of money and a lot of planning, but I guess you have the whole year to get it ready. Now, we were talking about the gooey icing on the king cake. The classic colors that everyone associates with Mardi Gras, which are on the king cake, are purple, green, and gold. Those colors were chosen in 1892 when the Rex Parade theme, Symbolism of Colors, gave the colors their meanings, which are purple for justice, green for faith, and gold for power. So, there you go. And one other 
food thing for the Twelfth Night. The Twelfth Night, King Cake Day, the Three Kings Day, whatever you want to call today. Wassail, the drink of good wishes and holiday cheer, has been associated with Twelfth Night since the 1400s. And this is an ale-based drink. Again, this is a, a good thing to do on a hot uh, during a hot drink on a cold night. It's seasoned with spices and honey, served in huge bowls, often made in silver, made of silver or pewter. It was passed among family members and friends with the greeting wassail. The, ma- the name comes from the old English term was hail, meaning be well. And in England and Ireland, a related 12th night drink called lamb's wool was made of cider or ale, sugar, spices, and roast apples. It was customary, it was customary, it was customary, I'm going to start using that word from now on. It's customary in the tradition. <clears throat> it was customary to ceremoniously, to, <laughs> it was ceremonially to, we are now come back to our regularly scheduled customorial. It was customary to ceremonially pour a little lamb's wool or cider on your apple trees in order to bless them for a bountiful harvest in the coming year. The happy drink was applied to the trees with a wig. What's a wig? It's a triangular piece of toast floated in the wassail bowl. The tradition was known as wassailing the apple trees. And if you speak the way I've been speaking now, maybe you've been drinking a lot of wassail and you're celebrating this important day. And maybe you would like to wear a piece of triangular toast on your head as a wig. But these are all choices that you, in fact, may make on your own. Well, getting ready for Carnival is a big deal. Mardi Gras Carnival will be celebrated in New Orleans in March. Carnival will also be celebrated in warmer parts of the world, including the Caribbean, from which comes this song of soca music about that very king we were talking about earlier. You ready? Get those pelvi ready. Take off your kerchief. 
Good. That was Zoom. That's right, the king of Elvisian soca. That was Zoom. That's quite a mashup there. We've got some of those second-line New Orleans-style horns going with soca, which is an acronym, not an acronym, but an abbreviation for Soul Calypso, music of Trinidad, and, of course, some of that Elvis sort of thing going on there. And, of course, um, he wants you to shake off your pelvis, which I don't recommend trying at home. And perhaps this isn't as pure a representation of Elvis as it could be because they talk about shaking his behind. I don't think Elvis ever used such profane language as behind. Well, this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I've been Mike. Thank you for doing that. One last note. Speaking of behind, <laughs> it's amazing how this works. This is from the Associated Press and has nothing to do with anything, which is just the way I like it. The big move is underway at a museum in Columbus, Ohio today of a roughly one-ton, 10,000-year-old mastodon. The Ohio Historical Society began the job today of taking apart its 10-foot-tall skeleton so it can be reassembled in a more flattering position. Visitors to the museum who step into the main entrance are now greeted by the mastodon's giant backside. And they want to change that? I don't get it. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for letting that happen, in spite of everything. Stay tuned for our world. We will help you to face the music in mere moments. In the meantime, let's go out with a food song from Elvis Presley. This is the national food song of Kentucky, of the Blue Moon. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that later. But meanwhile, Elvis Presley, Sun Sessions, make sure to shake off your pelvis and have a great King Cake Day. Thank you very much. Oh, well, I woke up this morning and I looked out the door I can tell that old milk cow For the way she looks Holy fellas That don't move me
Let's get real, real gone for a change. Hold it, fellas. I forgot to mention Elvis Presley. This is what I was trying to say. January 12th, WCBN will bring you Elvis on Tour, the movie from 1972. His final movie, primarily recorded in 1972, following him on a short tour around the U.S. to Virginia, North Carolina, and Texas. That's at Arbor Brewing Company, presented by WCBN, on Wednesday, January 12th. Elvis on tour. Come join us. It's at 9 o'clock, January 12th. Okay, Elvis, go to it. No, no, that song, let's get real gone for a change. Here, let's just... Go ahead with the speech you were doing earlier. Oh, well, I woke up this morning And I looked out the door I can tell that old milk cow For the way she looks Hold it, fellas. That don't move me. Let's get real, real gone for a change. Well, I woke up this morning And I looked out the door I can tell that old milk cow I can tell the way she low Now if you see my milk cow Please drop her off on home I had no milk and butter Since that cow's been gone Well, I tried to reach you right Day by day I told a little prayer for Get out on your knees and pray for you going to your love and daddy's help someday And you're gonna be sorry Treating me this way Oh, let's milk it Seven. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, eighty-eight point three megahertz. My name is R. Wolf, and it's time for Face the Music. Thought it'd be nice to give you something with an appropriate title. This is the Princeton Triangle Jazz Band. I think it's recorded, uh, yeah, nineteen twenty-four. This is called "I'll Build an Igloo for You." It's an offer.